My eyes are turning red Man, why did I do that? I'm getting nervous sweats God, why did I do that? Fuck, man, why did I do that? Hello and welcome to Why Did I Do That, a show where each week I'm joined by an absolutely bloody 10 out of 10 lovely time guest and we talk about (laughs) embarrassing stories from our past like that intro. And today, uh, my name's Charlie, I can't remember (laughs) if I said that or not, this is going poorly but we're rolling with it. I could start again, I'm not going to. And today, I'm joined by Carlisle. (laughs) (laughs) Hi everybody, it's me, Carlisle. How's it going? (laughs) I'm doing all right, Charlie. Good. How is, how's it going I, for you? I thought good, but apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing that that very the thing. Oh my! Uh, I'm doing the thing that happens quite often with me, where I will be able to talk fine all day, and as soon as I'm in front of a microphone, my mouth just goes and words don't. Yeah, we had a good like ten minute talk before we started recording, and it was totally normal. It's the pressure. Diction of gods. It's the pressure of, you know, being on camera, sort of. <laughs> being on voice camera. <laughs> I'm never using the word microphone ever again. It's a voice camera voice now. Voice camera from now on. <laughs> um, how are you doing today, buddy? <laughs> I'm okay. You did ask me that already. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Should we just start? I have some stuff written down. It might keep me more focused. <laughs> Sure, sure, let's try that. Okay, so if you've never listened to the show before, I'm sorry, it's not always like this. But um, <laughs> I like to start off with some questions so that, um, you know, you can get to know the guest and sometimes I can get to know the guest. And, you know, you get to know me and we just have a nice little chat. It's a nice relaxing way to start before we go in there and ruin our future career endeavours. If that's all right with you, Carl. <laughs> I love it, yeah, let's do it. Cool. Uh, so my first question for you, question number one is, what is the best band you've ever seen live? <laughs> Uh, um, I saw the band Enter Shikari on my 18th birthday, oh, nice. and that was mad. And it was in like this tiny venue in Luxembourg, which you know for like 300 people. They played Luxembourg. They played Luxembourg, oh, wow. and they they they've been to Luxembourg a few times, but this time they came to this tiny venue. And when I say 300 people, that's on two floors. That's the so size of Luxembourg. You're just wedged. <laughs> yeah. You're just wedged between people either way, so the the energy is so like chaotic and great, and they still manage to like completely flood, like with the great light show and everything. Despite the fact that between them they just took up the entirety of the stage. Mm. Um, the bassist uh, for one song came into the crowd, and we did a circle pit around him while he played the song. <laughs> That's very it was cool. mad. And I I met uh, Rory the guitarist afterwards so that was pretty sick that is very was he a nice guy he was very nice yeah he wished me a happy birthday and everything that was oh. my cover photo for a good long while oh nice <laughs> was um well i forgot oh my god my, i don't know what's going on with me today carl <laughs> i had a question uh was it good <laughs> Well, the original question was, what was the best concert you've ever been to? So I would be a psych out now if I was like, it was all right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was amazing. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, I remember my question. I remembered it and then I forgot it again and now I've remembered it again. Are they English? Yes. Okay. Because I saw them at Reading a few years ago, but I, I, I wasn't really a big fan of them at the time. I mean, I'm still not a huge fan. They're all right. You know? 
different strokes for different folks. Very Am fair. I right, lads? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's. I think it's okay that we disagree on any any musical venture outside of the big one that we both agree that busted all the best band. So. We can carry on outside of that. We can both do our thing, you know, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> uh, would you like to know my f- favourite band I've ever seen live, or the best show I've ever seen live? The only band I n- know for sure that you've seen live that I can remember is Busted. Oh, okay. we've talked about that. <laughs> uh, it's not, it's uh, not Busted. Was it Busted? It was not Busted. Okay. No. Uh, sh- mm. It was... Uh... Give me a hint. Now I want to guess. Okay. Um, this band has two people in it. 21 Pilots? It is 21 Pilots. Oh my God. <laughs> How did you know? Oh, I think I think maybe you have told me this before. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, I saw them in Alexandra Palace in London, which is quite a nice venue. And me and my girlfriend went there and we queued up for like nine hours. <laughs> and it was amazing. We were three rows from the front. It was incredible. These very short people behind me kept asking me to move back and I refused. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of made me feel like an <laughs> asshole, but also I queued up for no, nine hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, and they were yeah, just no, fuck amazing. They were really good. I really like all of their songs. Like, literally pretty much every single one. They all have, like, a, a cool, deep meaning, which I, I'm into. And also, yeah. they're just cool, and they're really good. The, the the drummer, even, sorry. The last song, he got his drum kit on, like, wooden boards, and then it went out on the crowd, and he, like, crowd-surfed while playing the drums, and it was amazing. <laughs> that is batshit. That's insane. I know. I need to see that. That's hilarious. And the other guy um, got in, like, a big inflatable ball, and then just ran around the whole crowd for, like, two minutes. <laughs> um, Slipknot, um, when they play live, they used to, when they, they had a very big name for a drummer. Well, they kind of made him a big name, but, you know, he he was kind of an idol of drumming. Yeah. Joey Jordison. He's since left the band. But when they played with him, they used to make the drum kit go, like, upside down. Oh and that while he was doing a solo, <laughs> like, it was insane. They had it on this platform, which, as far as I'm aware, was actually magic. <laughs> um, I don't know how they did it, but it was really fun to watch. You just said how they did it magic oh yeah that's why he was so good at drums as well he was actually just secret (laughs) harry potter um are you are you ready for your second question sure okay so if you could have 21 pilots follow you around for a day what would you do i don't mean the band i mean 21 people whose job description is a pilot (laughs) i'm a big fan of 21 pilots the band so i i was i was i was ready to say things and i and then you're like no 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 21 Drivers of airplanes. <laughs> yeah. I should have um, sorry, I should have made that more specific. If you could have twenty one airplane drivers <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess just ask them about the wildest <laughs> shit they've seen while up in that you know, probably they haven't seen much wild. Not a lot happens in the middle of the <laughs> just air. like I, saw I was gonna say what well, you know, once. they land places. It was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was thinking, oh, they land places and they go and do stuff in the places and then they might, you know, see all these cultures. But actually, they tend to just land and then immediately fly again in the yeah. other direction. <laughs> so, today, yeah, I don't know. They'd probably be pretty boring. Maybe I'd just berate them <laughs> as to how boring they are. Because I see through it. Everyone's like, oh, you must be so glamorous. And I'm like, nah, you're all dickheads. I know you're dickheads. <laughs> Look at you. You're a dickhead. You're a dickhead. You're a dickhead. You're okay. And then I just carry on like that more or less randomly until I've done all 21 of them. That's what I'd do if I had I 21 actual pilots following me. For the- it wouldn't, but, you know, I could 
probably lay into them pretty thickly after that. <laughs> I imagine I'd run out of steam eventually, and uh, then I'd have them fly me somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> you berate them and then be like, "Look, just do your job." <laughs> I mean, I, you know, if you pay them to do their job, they'll probably do it. <laughs> Um, very nice. Because I, I, I think. pilots are all chumps. <laughs> if you're a pilot and you're listening to this, fuck you. Fuck you, you stupid piece of shit. Your life ain't that gra- glamorous. I can't talk. I probably deserve that. Maybe it's karma. <laughs> uh, do you know what I'd do with 21 pilots? What would you do? Oh, it sounds like I was going to say orgy then. I wasn't. That's not what I've written down in my notes. In my notes, I've written down probably go for a nice meal. Because, here's my thinking, right? Pilots, rich. <laughs> Pilots get paid lots of money. So here's what I would do. I would go, and I would be like, oh, guys, I think we should all just get something light, like a sandwich, and then they'd all buy sandwiches. And then I'd make sure I was the last person to order, and then I'd get, like, the most expensive thing on the menu, and then they'd be like, I think we should just all, like, split the bill, because it's only fair. Yeah. And then they're all paying for my meal. Boom, sorted. 21 Pilots, that's the only reason you need I wish it. you'd never justify it like just <laughs> what would you do with 21 pilots specifically i want to go and eat something <laughs> i've now realized that actually what i'd i want to change my answer okay i'd i'd in maybe 10 to 15 minute increments be entirely silent and then every now and again go ha like the band <laughs> for an entire day i think that would make me very happy i hope you just go to like a park <laughs> <laughs> and see how long it takes for other people to cotton on to what you're saying. <laughs> um, everyone just walking around. Like, if, we, if we're just walking around, the park. they might not even be looking like pilots because you know you don't dress for work when you're not at work. So they're probably just walking around in their normal person clothes because they're people outside of their job. And I'm just shouting, "Do you, do you guys see what's happening here? <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, hey." What Halloween costume are we? Uh, I'm just going to step to the side and I want you to look at these 21 men. Huh? Huh? Do you reckon like someone makes that joke at like a pilot conference? Someone's just like, oh, look at us, a bloody I imagine regular all 21 pilots, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they should probably, to be fair, they should change the pilot's code so that all conferences aren't always done in groups of 21 because <laughs> then they'll get less of the jokes made. <laughs> it's a weird rule that they have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, this is I have a really this... dumb thing that we've been riffing on for I know. I have this. Do you want to hear another dumb thing that I think about like at least once a week? Absolutely. Okay. So I want to become a doctor, but purely for the reason that then I can go <laughs> to a... Dumb. I can... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can go to a restaurant, and you know when people go, oh, that's just what the doctor ordered when they like finish a meal? I could just do that, but be like serious about it, and I could say it every time, and I would find that hilarious for the rest of my life. <laughs> They'd bring over my food, and I'm like, oh, just what the doctor ordered? And they'd be like, ha, ha, ha. And I'd be like, look on my card, I have a PhD. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so you don't you don't even want to be the right kind of doctor for that for that joke. No, that's, I'd be like... That's, ev- that's even better, then. Well, it's like the worst doctor that you can be. <laughs> I'll be that, the oh. lowest rung on the doctor ladder. So what I gives you, like, the joke? least... <laughs> Pardon. What gives you, like, the least amount of authority over what people should eat? Like an English doctor? <laughs> or... Like a maths doctor? <laughs> yeah. Just be a doctor of I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. <laughs> Can you be a doctor and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here? I'm going to be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, that, shall we move on? That, that university should be audited. Yes, go on then. <laughs> okay, so um, I said that I would take 21 pilots out for a nice meal. My question to you is, what is the best meal out that you've ever had? Um, Probably just a cheap as shit buffet. Because they always have one thing that's dope, and then you just go and have more of that than any human should be able or allowed to eat. And then you go home and you feel terrible and the next day you have diarrhea and it's always a fun experience, I think, for everyone. So that's probably my answer. I know that sounded more negative than positive, but um, those are all traits that I value in a cheap as shit buffet. You write in a TripAdvisor room and be like, look, the food was really nice, but I did not get diarrhea the next day, so two out of ten. Oh, maybe, um, actually, the only... Yeah, I'm going to give it to the only good TripAdvisor thing i've ever left and when i say good trip it's the only trip advisor thing i've ever left because i just felt compelled um i went i took my friends out for a birthday dinner to this chinese restaurant which had a buffet not a cheaper shit one um so we we had this buffet dinner and my parents had told them or something that it was my birthday party and they milked the shit out of it i got free cake free liquor pair of not a pair a set of five really ornate chopsticks in like a really pretty box nice. and then a free um fucking what's it called you know like classy alcohol you get afterwards like a limoncello oh okay yeah yeah and a free one of that before we went home like just and the cake as well it was a tiramisu and it was like it was enormous and this was after a buffet so that was actually kind of more awkward than anything else because i had like one slice of it no one else had any and i just had it because i was like <laughs> The birthday boy they brought it out for. Um, which is maybe why they haven't done it every other time I've been back on my birthday. They're <laughs> but... <laughs> like, this piece of shit. We've done all this stuff for him. Well, the thing is, we abused the buffet, you know? I got into that point and I was mentioning that I just feel ill because I've eaten more than should be possible for people in my weight class. In your weight class? Yeah. <laughs> if you went to a professional eating contest, you would be winning for your weight class. <laughs> They should have weight classes at professional eating content. <laughs> I think that would oh, be that sick. That sounds really nice. Yeah. You can watch the skinnier ones and then you know you're not going to be there for that long. <laughs> or you sell them for like the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my brother had a very similar... He went for his birthday to a an Indian buffet. Okay. And one of his friends really didn't like spicy food. But we all went there and we were all eating. And then there was this thing that it was literally just labelled like very, very hot sauce. It didn't have an actual name or anything. And he was like, I'm going to put some of that on my plate and I'm going to try some. And they were like, "Like, why? Don't do it. No one cares. But he did. He came up to the table. He literally got like a bit of naan bread, dipped it in the sauce and ate the tiniest bit. And then he had to go and throw up in an alleyway next to the restaurant. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. It was so spicy for him. Mad. And as we know from the last time you were on this episode, Carlisle, you would have loved that in your youth, but not so much <laughs> yes. now. Yeah, I used to be the spice connoisseur. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's weirdly labelled. <laughs> there's a there's a international off license like right next to my house, and it's always fun to go in there and just find loads of weird stuff that's often not written in English, and they just don't provide any translation. So it's just a bag of. <laughs> any flavored crisps like you have no idea what could be in there but i was looking through for cooking things and there was a there was a bag of like ready to eat 
vegetables for like a stir fry but the bag is it's kind of like clear plastic and it's like vacuum sealed into this bag and it's kind of like you know like a frosted glass kind of color through it so you can't really see what's in it and it's been pulverized to hell and nowhere on the packet does it say what the vegetables are so i it just says vegetables in this (laughs) i was like this could be anything. It could be anything in this. Like, if you're allergic to one vegetable but not others, how do you... So, I really want to buy that and just see if I die. I know that was a less interesting story than the hot sauce thing, but I think it's really interesting. It sounds like it could just be, like, magic mushrooms. It could be. Maybe it is. Maybe. Let's find out. They're just like, what's in this nondescript bag of vegetables? <laughs> just, just vegetables. Nothing illegal. You a cup? It's just vegetables. It's just regular vegetables. <laughs> it says it on there. <laughs> um, oh, oh, Carlisle, you've you've made this beautiful segue for me. I'm not gonna lie to you. Sick. <laughs> uh, are you ready? You ready for the smoothest I'm segue so that I've just mentioned? Ready. Okay. So, Carlisle, if you bought that vegetables, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> if you bought that vegetables, <laughs> yep, you were right. Smoothest segue I've ever seen. <laughs> So, Carlisle, if you bought that bag of vegetables, that sounds like it would be quite scary. But my question to you is, what is the scariest <laughs> thing that you've ever done? <laughs> you fucking idiot. This <laughs> basically that have something to do with vegetables. Like, what's your favourite vegetable? Or, you know, what was the vegetable you hated growing up? <laughs> you well, I did have scared? a story about my meal out. That would then lead into this question, but you did it for me, and we're already running a lot over time on these questions. Oh god, so. okay, I'm sorry. Say the question again. Was it what's the most scared what? I've been? The scariest thing you've ever done. Oh, um. So I was thinking about this recently. I don't know what the scariest thing I've ever done is because I'm kind of risk averse, but I wasn't always so risk averse, and I, because I'm risk averse now, sometimes I look back on things I've done and think, Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? So I can't think of the scariest thing I've ever done being that I was scared at the time. I can't think of maybe the most dangerous thing I've ever done. Okay, we'll which, go with that one. Um, so in my house in Luxembourg, which is a three-story house, there's one very oh, open... Right. No need to brag. <laughs> my parents, I don't know. <laughs> it's important <laughs> for the story. There's one open room in it that spans the whole house. So it's like a very tall room. Um, okay. And... That's... What? Um, so there's one room that uh-huh. there's no ceilings until the roof. Yes. But the rest of it is all like a normal three-story house? Yes. Is it as weird to look at as I'm imagining it? No, it's just a very big okay. room, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, we, Fair enough. We, so we got a... But, but, you know, it means there's a lot of vertical wasted space in that area of the house. So we got a sort of another sort of half floor put installed sort of halfway up that room or you know closer to the top um so it's still a very open room but there's a set of wooden stairs that goes up to this like wooden sort of balcony as it was in this room and so you know i live in a house with two brothers which means as soon as you know an opportunity to be stupid is presented it's taken (laughs) wholeheartedly and so i remember one time we you know once my parents were out of the house me and my younger brother we put four mattresses on the ground level of the room, and in the middle of the four mattresses, we put a space hopper, 
And then we <laughs> jumped off of the balcony <laughs> two floors <laughs> to land on the space hopper and see how far <laughs> it would fling us and just see if we'd die. So that's something I've done before, which at the time I was like, ha, I love having fun. How, and thinking about it now, end? I'm like, oh my God, I could have died so easily. It's amazing I didn't break anything or that I'm even alive. <laughs> yeah. Do you only have one brother now? <laughs> no, we both made it through that. But yeah, we just land on the space hopper, go flying and then land on the mattresses. But it, the mattresses <laughs> didn't go as far as like the potential of the space hopper to throw us. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah that yeah that's pretty yeah <laughs> you're crazy boy <laughs> oh i don't even know i don't have anything to add to that <laughs> Very fair. i was nearly like when you started saying i was like oh, i have something similar to this and then by the end i was like nope <laughs> not even a little bit i don't have anything else remotely similar to that that's that's by far the dumbest thing i think i've ever done in my life uh since then i've become more risk averse as i said <laughs> uh, I'm also quite a risk averse person. I, I just I, I'd like to not be so risk averse because I feel like it's it's probably holding me back in quite a few areas of yeah. my life. I get what you're saying. It's also keeping me alive, so yeah. maybe it's good. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I'll like, oh, just be more daring. You know, be a bit crazy, take risks. Then I think, yeah. you know, I like having bones that function and being Limbs. alive. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd probably say the scariest thing I have ever done, Carlisle, is starting this podcast. Ooh, is it because I'm so scary? <laughs> yes, because I have Charlie. to speak to strangers, and hey, my mummy always told me not to do that. Hey, hey, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Boo! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Listeners, if you're at home and you have a heart condition, I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I say listeners like anyone oh listens. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> listen. I'm going to get a great <laughs> kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like, this was this was an idea I'd had for a while, but then it was also like, I'm doing, I did another one which was with my friend, and this was like, I'm doing this alone, and it's scary, and what if no one listens? And also, I'm sharing embarrassing things about myself. What if people hear this and laugh at me? And then I was like, eh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You know, that's, that's movement into the less risk-averse place. So, you know, yeah. I think in no time you'll be breaking all of your limbs for a laugh. Yes. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Carlisle, this leads me on to my final question. And it's also just made me realise I didn't introduce what podcasts that you do. So we can do this now also. This is a, okay. a, a two-pronged attack at podcasting. <laughs> Why did you decide to start your various podcasts? Um, well, okay. So this is just going to be one long plug as well, I guess. Um, yes. I have... Perfect. So the first podcast I started was called Dungans and Dragnos. And is, is and it still is, in fact. And basically what that stems from is me and my buddy Ross, uh, to unwind one day, we just made, like, ten ridiculous Dungeons & Dragons characters for a campaign I was working on with some other friends. So we just sat down and we were really creative and just made these really dumb as shit characters, two of which were called Shaved Nipples. Like, it was spelt that way, but you don't pronounce it like that. Shaved Nipthalies and Shaved Nipthalies were the characters. It was, you know, really dumb stuff. Jash the Gashmaster was an androgynous porn star that we'd invented, and he became actually very important in the story that carried on. And we decided, you know, if we just recorded this, this would have been really funny because we were both just starting to listen to the podcast for the first time. And since I'd gotten into podcasts, I was like, you know what? I, I reckon I could do these. 
Um, so yeah, after that, we got my friend Chris involved, and we, uh, yeah, we started that, and that's why we do Dungans. And also Amber for that one episode. Yes, Amber, uh, <laughs> Ross's gal pal is in one episode as well. And we just censor everything she said. <laughs> um, it was very funny. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had to stop listening to that because I was on a train and I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Um, since starting Dungans, I've also started a podcast called Content Presumably, um, in which basically Dungans is the least structured podcast ever, and I, we just go off on tangents and stupid riffs that don't make any sense or have anything to do with Dungeons and Dragons. So I made Content Presumably where I wouldn't have to justify being stupid and just talking bollocks for 50 minutes so that's all that that is charlie's been on it if you want to check that out i have uh, been on it it was fun i do a rap he does and i have a third <laughs> podcast also with charlie who's regular host that's what we do that together um in which i was trying to justify busted to a mutual friend of ours as you know a great band and they weren't having it. So I messaged Charlie saying, should as a joke, saying, should we start a retaliatory fan, busted fan podcast? And we were like, yeah, we could call it like a podcast for everyone. And then we could like break down the lines one by one. <laughs> actually, that sounds really fun. Should we actually do that? And that's how a podcast for everyone was started. <laughs> and great times were had by some. <laughs> Thanks, Carlisle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to move on to the next segment Named after one of my favourite The Kooks songs Absolutely Okay I've said that to three people now that You are the third And I'm just going to keep saying it Until <laughs> someone goes Hey I like that song also <laughs> <laughs> But so far everyone's just been like I don't really like The Kooks that much And I'm like oh, go on, <laughs> I have no strong opinions on The Kooks Which is why I oh. just went with a Sure thing <laughs> This segment is called Bad Habits. Bad Habits. So, Carlisle, last time you were on the show, we didn't even have this segment. That's how long it's been. You were last on episode four. It was actually ten episodes ago. Oh my god, I didn't even realize. Oh, mad. I could be on every tenth episode. You could. (laughs) (laughs) We're going the right way forward. Until people know literally everything about me there is they could possibly know. (laughs) <laughs> um so yeah do you have any any embarrassing or bad habits that you sort of you do on a regular basis maybe that someone a loved one has told you and crushed your soul that didn't happen to me or anything i'm still not crying <laughs> um i'm not getting anything that bad that i do currently like the only real sort of bad habit that pops up is i crack every joint in my body that i possibly can oh you're one of those yeah. um i'm also one of those <laughs> but um when That's i was disgusting. younger i did a bunch of weird shit um Hell yes. yeah a lot of people thought i was autistic when i was like ages three to eight because i was an extremely odd child and one thing that i do and i don't remember doing this but i hear a lot about it is you know my parents bring it up all the time is i just insist that people's names were the ones that i gave them so we have people would come over to our house and i'd be like mommy this is my friend sarah and then we'd carry on and then she'd be like He's been calling me that all day. My name's Lucy. I don't know why this is a thing. And <laughs> my mum would just be like, "Yeah, he does that. You're not. We've tried. You're not going to get it to stop. So you're just going to have to live life as Sarah." And 
people generally were okay because I tended to choose sensible names, but um, there was one boy who I decided his name was Toilet. So he had to live with that. Um, poor him. I don't know what his real name is. I don't remember doing this. So I'm just going to have to keep referring to him as Toilet. I'm sorry, Toilet. Oh, poor Toilet. Poor Toilet. If you listen to this, Toilet, I was going to try and make it. I was going to be like, go flush yourself or something. <laughs> that sounds so rude. <laughs> sorry, carry on. Uh, uh, that's a bad. I don't really do anything that bad, I don't think. Uh, I'm trying to think. You, I um, I asked my girlfriend this a few weeks ago, which I've mentioned a few times, because I have some like quite obvious ones that I do like that I'm aware of. Like I would like when I was working in customer service, I would just like sing to myself, which then the person would give me weird looks because I'd be like serenading them with this beautiful love song <laughs> that was just going over the work speaker. I had some of that, and I was I wanted things like that, and then she was just like, "You're quite a negative person. <laughs> You're quite fatalistic." And I was like, "Oh no." Oh, no. Instant regret. So that's my bad habit. Asking people what my bad habits are and then not expecting actual answers. Yeah, I think music has a ability to kind of turn off our social awareness a bit. I I yeah. was there was this great um cover group on Spotify called the Midnight String Quartet, which just do string quartet versions of so many songs. Like they've done everyone, and they have an album of disturbed covers, including. Um, down with the sickness. Which, if you don't know that song, you probably would recognize it by okay. it going, "Oh, wah! that song." Uh, I don't think. Uh, okay. I, I don't think I know it. Uh, it's it's quite a big song, and mostly for that vocal part. Um, okay. And I was listening. So obviously, the string quartet version of this does not have that part. I was in the silent study. And it's just a reflex in a library. And it's just a reflex for me now when I hear that song start to go, oh, wah, at the right point. And I did that in the middle of Silent Study without thinking about where I was. Just everyone looked at me. <laughs> I was like, oh my, I can't justify why I did that. I mean, I can. I could have lied and said it was because of my Tourette's, which I do actually have. But like, no one's going to believe that. That's not what I do. Because I clearly was, that was so clearly intentional, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can I, how loud was it like full volume or i mean i don't think it was that loud but in silent study you hear everything if there's something to hear so it would have been very loud seemingly oh that see that's that's yeah music does that doesn't it i'm trying to think of any other situations i can't think of any off the top of my head but just that is a regular occurrence for me in my life also <laughs> like i've also had it before where um i've like been listening to a song and then i'll like in my car and I'll turn the engine off and I'll keep singing and then I'll get out of the car and still be singing very audibly in like a car park to along to this song that I've just been <laughs> listening to. And that's always an embarrassing time. No, own it. Just roll with it. It's not <laughs> just a bad start habit. Like, getting an air guitar. <laughs> yeah. People will just just <laughs> wear people down, down until they accept it. <laughs> that's that's how tolerance happens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's alright. <laughs> that was alright. That was funny. Uh, shall we move on to the the meat of this episode? I can always say meat, even though I don't eat it, and I'm always like, I shouldn't say meat. I should say like, should we move on to the beanies meat alternative of this episode? That'll make no sense to anyone. That was that was before we started recording. <laughs> oh no, that <laughs> no, was it. 
forgot. Hey, audience, context. There's a shop down the road from me that sells meat alternatives, vegan and vegetarian. Carry on. I'm so sorry. You mess. <laughs> Oh, wow. This is not my day. Maybe you should just cut out my explanation as well. And then I'll just say, yeah. no one's going to get that. Then we just move on. <laughs> okay, so um, what I'd like you to do for me, Carlisle, do you have a few stories like, ready to go? Yeah, I've, I've been writing things down ever since I came on last time. Oh, Every now perfect. and again, something happens to me. And I'm like, you know what? This isn't great right now, but I'm going to write this down. <laughs> um, So what I'd like you to do is sort of pick maybe three or four. And give me like a sentence summary and then I'll pick the one that I think is the most interesting or sounds the funniest or whatever and we'll just go from there if that's alright. Okay, well, um, uh, recently Harry from the Rank List of Everything was on this podcast and he mentioned a oh, story. He gets a bloody shout out in every episode of this show. <laughs> well, I bring it up because he mentioned a story he had in which some orchestral symbols caused him some embarrassment and I also have a story in which oh. orchestral symbols have caused me embarrassment. Um, oh, one nice. time, uh, I fainted at a Nickelback concert I first of all it's embarrassing enough you're at a Nickelback <laughs> concert I had to say that I quite like Nickelback <laughs> but I feel like I had to say it it was like an internet joke that was ready yeah, to be made no, it, but you I know fully what understand. I'm on your side um I injured myself in the shower for a fairly funny reason okay um I had a bit of I did I tell you did I say I dropped a cup of urine <laughs> no <laughs> I did that <laughs> no. Uh, I wrote down my uh, weird naming okay. thing on here, but I managed to do that already in the other bits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, uh, I'm gonna. Go- I kind of. I want to hear the symbol one for like synergy. Yeah, but I also <laughs> want to hear the urine one. Also, Harry, if you're listening, I love you really. I didn't. I didn't mean to be so angry at you. It's not even at you. I'm usually the one who mentions you by name and social podcast. But hey, I still love you. Um, yeah, yeah. Do the symbol story first. We'll we'll get the synergy going, and then if we okay. got time, we'll hit up the urine one. So, um, when I was at school, I the so I play a lot of instruments, but the drums was the first thing I learned to play. So I was a percussionist in in all the school bands, and for our big end of year concert with loads of parents and all the creative things happening in the school, you know, there was like acting parts of it in a music part and like a visual arts part so it was this huge thing and this is a big school you know like a thousand thousands of students so i'm on the symbols for this song and we've got this pretty crap stand on for the symbols which you know the symbols don't quite fill you know it doesn't quite hold them properly um so it's kind of a roll of the dice using them anyway uh, so, towards the end of the concert, the uh, the director of the school board comes up to give a speech. And this is someone that we don't see a lot, you know. So he's, because he's the director as well, he's a scary name. Is he like, is that like the head teacher? He's the head teacher's boss. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Yeah. He's like Superintendent yeah. Chalmers. Yeah, basically. He runs the board okay. that runs the school. Like, he... We don't see him, but we know he's just, like, the biggest head honcho possible. You don't mess with this guy. Can I just say, he runs the board that runs the school. Sounds like it would be a busted (laughs) lyric, and I love it. Um, So, we put... So, he's giving his speech, saying how proud he is. And I think, you know, these symbols are going to fall, so I'm just going to adjust this slightly. And... 
obviously I should have left them where they were because they fall as you can only imagine and they make the loudest possible noise now there's something about you know they're not like the cymbals on a drum set they are so much louder they're designed to work in a completely more room filling way set of orchestral cymbals and normally to, to play these cymbals properly you hold them so that once you've made that hit together, you tend to bring them into your chest immediately to mute the sound as soon as you need it to stop. Otherwise, it'll go on forever. Oh, okay. So when they're flopping okay. around on the floor, spinning around in circles like a coin you've dropped, and I so I was also on a raised platform, and they'd fallen off of the platform. So I couldn't just... They, they picked go. up some speed on the way down. Yeah. So I'd have to step down. It was it was only like the distance of like a stair. But when there's a whole band up there, it's <laughs> difficult to get back to them. So they're just making so much noise. The entirety... <laughs> so, you know, the director looks at me. He's not amused. But a lot of people are laughing. <laughs> it's, gone, it's gone over pretty well. Especially the kids, you know. Um, a lot of the parents okay. take it pretty well. So, and you know I say sorry and I look very embarrassed and I imagine my face was very red um, so I make an attempt to pick up the symbols and as I said it's hard to reach these symbols so I'm kind of leaning very much while trying to stay in the spot I've been designated so that you know chaos doesn't rain on stage I I try and grab one symbol and the handle breaks, so it just falls oh, again no. <laughs> immediately. And <laughs> so this time, people didn't find it as funny. Now it's just the younger brothers and sisters of people are performing or laughing. Little kids find that sort of thing funny. Now mostly just in a room full of just thousands of people just staring daggers into me. So again, I'm like... Uh, and I'm kind of like motioning at the strap. Uh, I think people kind of like a, oh uh, yeah, okay, this is the thing. So then I get to the point where I've picked up both the symbols. I put them back on the stand. He's nearly finished his speech, and then the stand breaks. <laughs> so oh. for the third time, the symbols crash onto the floor, make loads of noise, and that time, I just left them there. <laughs> People talked about it for weeks. I don't. I don't have any recollection of what the director was there to talk about. I don't think anyone else did either, because just everyone remembers that the symbols were dropped three times, not once, not twice, but three times during his speech. Was there laughter on the third drop? Um, again, I think. Yeah, I think there was kind of incredulous laughter on the third drop. Okay, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> kind of laughter. Uh... How funny would it have been if you just like and be like, get out of this school. <laughs> I had to perform two more times after that as well. So every time I got on stage, everyone was like, oh, it's this fucking guy. <laughs> Did you get heckled? <laughs> um, I got heckled quite a lot for the weeks to come. Uh, people were quite civil <laughs> during, during the rest of that assembly because they just wanted it to move on, I think. <laughs> Oh, that's awful. That's so bad. That I, I, I'm I, I'm sorry to say this, but that blows Harry's story out the water. <laughs> Get fucked, Harry. He lied earlier. Harry's he said he loves you. He was just looking for someone to depose you. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Carlisle. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I want to ask more questions, but I also want the urine story. <laughs> I feel like right. That that was synergy through Harry's. The, the urine one can be synergy through your previous one where yeah. we both talked about wetting ourselves <laughs> at school. So let's 
Let's just go straight into the urine story. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out, much like urine, I had more urine stories in the tank. <laughs> oh. I'm just going to sit on that, that for like a like good that. while. <laughs> no, I won't. Um, just have like five seconds of dead yeah. air. <laughs> yeah, can you edit out your laughter so it's just... And maybe put in like a cricket <laughs> noise. Um, yeah, sure. So, I, as I mentioned already, I have Tourette's. And when I first started ticking for Tourette's, I didn't know what was happening. No one really did. So it was just this big question mark of, what the hell is wrong with this person? So we were taking me to, you know, the the hospitals all around and to my personal doctor and getting tested for literally everything ever. Yeah, so eventually they decided I do have Tourette's. Um, But one of the things that involved that is I had to pee in a cup for a test. So, and this was with my personal doctor, um, but my little brother was in the room as well because he was getting a physical for uh, school and probably just to check that none of his bones were broken from jumping off that balcony onto a space harbor. <laughs> so, um, he, so he gives me the cup, so I go to the toilet, and it's a small operation, my personal doctor's, you know, it's a very classy one, but it's, you know, it's the w- waiting room, the the layout is the toilets are next to the waiting room. So you walk through the waiting okay. room to get to the toilets. So, and often people walk out of the office holding a cup and walk into the bathroom and then walk out holding a cup full of pee. So that's maybe one of the poorer design elements of this. That's kind of an awkward thing. Um, so, you know, I go through that. There's maybe two people in the waiting room and, I come back in, and as I hand him this cup, it slips from me, and it just goes all over the floor. My little brother had to walk to the other end of the room because he was laughing so much, and I was just like, <laughs> fuck, I'm never going to hear the end of this from him because he is just <laughs> awful about these sorts of things. Um, so I eventually he decided that just whatever it was probably wasn't that he was going to test for was unlikely to be my thing anyway and if it becomes something we could just do it we could just do it later but he didn't communicate that in a way that i understood you know when he was saying like oh it's fine it's fine that's kind of what he was getting across when he started cleaning it up and yeah. stuff. but i thought he was just saying it's fine that this thing had happened we still need to do this test so eventually my little brother asks for some water before he goes to the toilet and i'm like well can i have some water too please and he's like, why do you want water? And I was like, mm, I, just, I, knew, I, I did a wee before. And, I just, you know, and he didn't really get what I was saying. So eventually he kind of gives me water, which it just seems like I've just randomly demanded during my little brother's <laughs> checkup. And then I grab the, the cup. I need to be center of attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will also have water, please. <laughs> Basically. So I, I grabbed the spare cup that he put out. Um to go to the toilet again now pe- these people in the waiting room they've seen me walk out of the toilet with a cup full of fresh piss go into the room and then like 10 minutes later come out with another cup and then go in and i'm just holding the cup and that little bit of water that i had before was not enough to you know <laughs> refill the tank so i just walked into the toilet 
did nothing for like five minutes and then walked out holding a regular cup and people i know people were invested in this story now because they were like what is happening here i think they could probably hear my brother howling from the room as soon as i brought the first batch in and i come back in come back out with an empty cup and just go into the bathroom and stay in there for a while straining furiously and then come back out with little to show for it uh, yeah. You should write that as a short story. <laughs> uh, d- does your brother still talk about that now? He doesn't, actually, but um, I think he's just not been reminded in a while. <laughs> uh, well, when this comes out, send him the episode. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that that happened to you, Carla. It's okay. It was, it's was a it funny carpet? story. No, thankfully, it was not carpet. Oh. I was imagining carpet. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> How often do you think that happens to a doctor? If I was a doctor, I would know. As we yeah. said earlier, my goal of being a maths doctor, I would surely know. <laughs> You'd at least get some good statistics out of it where you could calculate the likelihood that it'll happen. Um, well, the thing is, with we, probably we happens quite a lot. That's probably... And that's... When you're a doctor, you're less scared of we, I think, because then you're very aware that we yeah. are sterile. You're very aware that we are thing. thing. Yeah. Well, it, it, other people are like what's yeah. coming out you can't catch anything off Wii but yeah. it's got to be much worse when someone brings in a stool sample and fucks up that trade off that's got to be <laughs> that's got to be terrible uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, uh, that that is all the noises I could make <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, like, I'm literally like squirming <laughs> Anyway, should we should we move on to the outro before I vomit? Sure thing. <laughs> um, so thank you once again, Carlisle, for coming on and sharing those stories. They were great. Also, I'm just glad that you're alive here with us today <laughs> to be able to talk about it. I'm glad there wasn't a traumatic childhood incident that stopped for this conversation from happening. Do you know what's madder? Um, I've never I broken a bone. No, me neither. I got hit by a car and I didn't break anything. <laughs> That's actually a story. I should probably tell that on here at some point when I got hit by a car. It's not that interesting, though. But, but is uh, it embarrassing? Oh, it, did you get yeah, hit yeah, by of. a car because the driver was a cunt, or did you get hit by a car because you were a cunt? Sorry, I, that's the only it instruction was... you gave me is the word not to say. I just remembered <laughs> that now. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, it's definitely because I was the CU person. <laughs> I was going to say it before you reminded me that I don't like it, that I'd like tell people not to say it. And then I was just like, I shouldn't say it. If, if you've just outed me as being like, this is the one thing he doesn't want people to say. And then I say it. I, I feel I look like a bad person. Uh, sorry, I'm just right now getting hit by a car in my notes <laughs> to talk about on a future episode. Uh, so would you like to, I'm going to hand the floor over to you. I know you did this a bit earlier, but if you'd like to sort of tell us where we can find your podcast and stuff. Do that now. Okay, okay, I will. Uh, yeah, I'll do it very briefly because yeah, I did it in quite a lot of depth earlier. But uh, I have a podcast with my two buddies called Dungeons and Dragnos, where we make things for Dungeons and Dragons. You can find that at Dragnos Podcast on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, you could we have I have another podcast called Content Presumably, which has one episode out with your wonderful host Charlie guesting on it. Uh, you can find that at C Presumably on Facebook and Twitter. And I have another podcast in which me and your wonderful t- host Charlie analyze the <laughs> lyrics of a busted song every week. That's called a podcast it's for really everyone. Fun. It's it's a great fun. It's a good time. Uh, and that's at the Pod most recent everyone. one out. 
Oh, it won't be this by the time. Actually, when this comes out, I think the most recent episode released will be Year 3000. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. Which will we'll have two special guests on it, so hopefully that's a good one. We haven't recorded it yet, but fingers crossed it turns yeah. out well. I'm sure it will. Uh, there's no way it can't. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'd also like to thank you, Carlisle, not only for coming on as a guest, but for doing the lovely theme tunes for this, this podcast. They're beautiful. I love them. No problem, man. I'm glad you like them. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so if you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend. You know, especially I, I was looking at my analytics the other day. I already told Carlisle this, but where he lives, I have the most downloads by far. <laughs> so everyone should take a leaf out of Carlisle's book and tell a friend. <laughs> um, um, yes, yeah, so if you want to follow the show, you can on Twitter at why did I underscore pod. You can follow us on Instagram at why did I pod, and you can send in your own embarrassing stories to why did I pod at gmail dot com. I think that's everything. That's all I usually say. Nice. Do you have a, a, maybe something you want to end with this week, Carla? Um, hey, kids. Never eat salad that you find on the ground. <laughs> Thanks, Carla. <No> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>